sometimes as an advisor, it can help to try to find some common grounds where they do agree on some things and then work towards you know unifying the picture a little bit more because at the end of the day, it's one pile of money that's you know feeding both. It, it wouldn't be a terrible idea you know, to you know have some type of plan that works for, for both parties. Welcome to the All Things Retirement Podcast with certified financial planner, Anthony Alpha. Here's your host, Ben George. Well, we're glad to have you on All Things Retirement with us. I am Ben George. He is Anthony Alpha, certified financial planner and the founder of Cardinal Wealth Group. We talk a lot about the financial planning, retirement planning. Today, we're going to talk about how to get your wife or, in many cases, sometimes your husband involved in the financial decisions. A lot of times, there's just one party in a relationship that does, handles a lot of the finances. And we want to really want to take some time to explain why that's not always the best thing, but also if it's an overwhelming thing for you to take that next step. We're going to give you a few ways to kind of take it slow, get back into it, and uh, be a part of those financial decisions because it is very important. Anthony, good to talk to you again. How's everything? Good to be here, Ben. Uh, everything's going well. Just, uh, you know, uh, waiting for some nicer weather and, uh, you know, being a dad with uh, two kids now. So, you know, learning the ropes there and, uh, it's, you know, quick crash course on, uh, <laughs> there's not really that uh, book out there that tells you exactly what to do. So, you know, we're, we're managing it pretty well. Yeah, you figure it out. You gonna be have any chance to play golf this year with uh, with two kids, two young kids now? I, I I think I think we're gonna make it happen a little bit more than <laughs> last year. So last year was pretty pretty abysmal from a golf standpoint for me. So uh, we're we're setting out to try to make it happen. Good. I hope it does. Hopefully for Thank a lot you. of people that twenty twenty one is a is a little bit more about getting out and uh, enjoying life a little bit more than we've had over the past twelve months. But yeah, we want to talk today about. You know, how women can get you know more involved and at least make sure they're involved in financial decisions. And, you know, we take this this perspective on women because we're basing it off a recent survey that found that nearly half of the female respondents said they just deferred the major major financial and investment decisions to their spouses. So this obviously can go both ways, but we're just gonna take it from the angle of getting women involved today. And most of them said, look, they just they didn't want to know. They didn't care. As long as I'm taken care of, I'm not worried about all the fine details, all the fine print. You can, uh, I'll have my husband take care of it and that'll be fine. But this is a bad idea because we've heard a lot of stories and I'm sure Anthony's seen firsthand, you know, one day you might become that lead decision maker and that can be a very, very stressful time for you if you don't know what's going on and you're not comfortable at all dealing with that money. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And, and Anthony, I mean, before we even get into it, I mean, is this something you see sometimes or, you know, can you think back to a time where you, you you worked with a, a couple or maybe a person that had no comfort around money and all of a sudden they were just kind of thrown into that situation. Yeah. So a couple of things there. We actually teach a uh, webinar workshop specifically uh, titled for, for women, um, women's retirement and uh, kind of hits home a little bit uh, in the sense that uh, my mom was more, you know, stay at home mom and my dad handled it all. They got divorced and, you know, he pretty much took care of all the financial uh, picture and you know I think that you know left my mom more in that position okay well now I got to learn all this stuff and it's really common we we see it all the time and so we'll, we actually decided we held our first uh, women's uh, workshop we didn't like say men can attend that that wasn't the uh, on the invite we we would actually encourage uh, spouses to to attend that and as a teachable moment for sure 
But just some of the statistics are, you know, about 60% of women are, you know, concerned about running out of money. Um, 60%, you know, wish they were more confident. And, uh, you know, 50% of women are going to be widowed, single or divorced in retirement. So that's a lot of, you know, that's a high probability of that you ultimately are going to be the one to have to uh, make those decisions for yourself at some point. And, you know, a lot of it is due to um, them living a little bit longer from a longevity standpoint. It's been pretty common and traditional for men to marry uh, a female younger too, which can also tilt it, uh, the longevity even further where you might be without your spouse for, you know, 10 years. So, and in that situation, you could be in a higher tax bracket because you went from married filing jointly to a single taxpayer. You could lose that second social security uh, lower check if the spouse had a pension and they only chose a single life option and never decided to get any additional life insurance. You could be in a really tough situation. So we wanted to make that a webinar, which which we did. We had a lot of good response from it, and we're actually planning to do one um, in next month. So um, you will be able to have that on our um, website as to when that will be coming out. But um, I I think it's a really important topic and common issue in financial services today. CardinalWD.com is the website if you want to go in and and, uh, get more information on that uh, that webinar and and uh, sign up for it. Very helpful for for many people. So Anthony's definitely well versed in this conversation. And look, as, as he ran through that list of things, it probably you know if you're not involved in the financial decisions, you're probably going, wait, what did he just say? Like it probably was a foreign language running through all the checklist of items that could change in your life and things you need to be aware of. So we want to provide you with some tips today, just to kind of help you get involved, right? Take those little steps to get involved and get you motivated to be a part of those financial decisions and. You know, the first one I'm going to start with, and this is kind of like the reality of it, right? Picture the worst, right? Step back and think about what happens if your spouse is suddenly gone and now you are stuck handling all of the financial decisions. How difficult is that going to be for you? Yeah, and I don't think it needs to be a scared straight episode here, right? But I just think from the terms of probability of chance that it's going to be the reality for for many women out there. And and so it's something that you can test in a financial study in terms of what could happen from a financial standpoint, but I I would, you know, back up for a second and let's say first let's look, we see this pretty much on a weekly basis where we meet a new client or um a, a new person that's considering being a client and one person is only on the phone call or on the Zoom call today or in our office. And it's a pretty common question to ask, you know, why aren't they involved? Why aren't they here today? And there's a lot of reasons why it could have just been they're at work and I'm the one that, you know, wanted to get this ball rolling. And But, you know, if we fast forward and we figure out that there's really only one person that's involved and we want to try to change course and make it better, I'd say first let's kind of get an idea of what we can control now. And some of those things, right, would be, you're probably not going to get somebody who's been this way, this setup for the last 20 plus years to just all of a sudden buy in to start coming in. So first thing, let's button up our estate plan and just say, if you're not here tomorrow, 
we got to give them instructions as to what to do. Um, so let's have a list of maybe one to three people that would be there to give them financial advice that she would know to go to in case you're not here. And, and so I would propose them to be more in the business of giving advice rather than a friend or family member that does this stuff for a hobby. But there's many exceptions to this rule that I would make. And then I would make sure that they have a shared file where they can find everything you know, from their accounts, documents, insurances, including passwords. So having some type of shared file where they know kind of where to kind of find everything. Then I would try to work on the longer term project of getting them involved. And it just could be, you know, a casual conversation of, you know, let's try to work on this this year of getting you involved. And it could just be one meeting and say, hey, I just want to share with you like what's going on, why we're doing what we're doing. And, you know, maybe from there you start to go from uh, little bites at a time of saying, hey, do you want to come to the next meeting and, and, you know, slowly, you know, really build that, build that out over time. Because it just, it's not going to happen overnight. No, it's not. And, and that's important to remember too, you know, as we go through this, these tips on how to get involved, you know, don't expect it to happen in the next week or month, right? This is going to be a you know, it's kind of a, it's like, it's like almost like going on a diet, right? It's just a change of lifestyle, right? You, you, you got to make it part of every day, what you do and, and, and work it into your life. So with that in mind, the, the next tip really is just take your time, take it slow. Yeah. And uh, so like a little bit to expand upon what I just said, one of the things I'll typically say is let's address the who, what, where, and when, if you're not here anymore. So where's the stuff? How do they access it? and who to contact. And then for kind of taking it slow, it's the how and the why. So let's try to, um, you know, get them to understand how and why we're set up this way and why we're doing what we're doing and try to get to a point of understanding of like, you know, where everything's at and, you know, kind of how it's all set up to give them some understanding in terms of if you're not here tomorrow, okay, this is this pot of money over here is for this. And, you know, we set up these other things this way for for this purpose, it could have been for uh, long term care health, you know, savings account or um, additional costs, uh, or excuse me, additional costs for health insurance, or maybe that this bucket of money here was the money that you guys talked about setting aside for the kids, you know, down the road or the grandkids. So just kind of taking it slowly. I, I don't know that you need to get into all the what's the rate of return, the risk into the, the weeds, as they say, but just kind of from a high level of, you know, why do we have these different little accounts here and there? And I, and I think you also, it's not just about talking to them. It's about listening and understanding, you know, hey, why don't you want to come to these meetings? You know, the advisors is very nice. They're understanding. Uh, maybe I don't like talking to other guys about that. I find talking to men in finances to be intimidating, which is a very common thing to be heard. Um, there could be other reasons that, you know, that's just from a traditional standpoint. So maybe just trying to address some of those walls that have been maybe put up over those 20 years and slowly, you know, uh, taking uh, swings at them to try to knock them down as well it's going to be another approach to, to do simultaneously. It's almost like, you know, you pull back and, and say, you know, to kind of simplify, like, just know kind of what you have, why you have it and where to find it essentially. Yep. Right. Just like mm -hmm. that. That's enough to kind of have a, a pretty good idea of what's going on. 
absolutely. And and from there, like you know, once you kind of know what you have, I mean, I think you know how important is it to find that balance in in, in that relationship in terms of you know where it's not one person doing everything and the other person having no kind of no idea what's happening day in day out month, you know, each month whatever it is uh, to maybe kind of split some of those duties a little bit. Absolutely. I mean, the the worst is where you have 100% to to zero, right? And so if you can, it's not to say that all of a sudden, the other spouse needs to come into every single meeting going forward. And that that could be a turnoff. Um, But it, it there is got to maybe be some way or on some common grounds to kind of work off of. And it could be certain topics that they care more about, like, leaving a legacy behind for the kid. I want to make sure that we give some money to each grandkid. And then just kind of maybe go go from there and say, okay, well, let's take a look at, you know, where we can pull that from. And, and right there, you kind of start to be able to, you know, build out something and, and build upon that. And there could be other things that they're interested in and, you know, really going from there. It's just got to find some common ground and start building off of that. No question, no question, and the best way to do that is in a lot of cases because it is tough to talk about talk about money to have that communication um, with someone that that maybe kind of struggles with it, and for somebody that does financial stuff all the time, you might be really comfortable, and it kind of can be like, you know, why aren't you picking this up, or why aren't you, uh, you know, getting as interested as I am in it? So, you know, I think the next and kind of final thing to to tell someone is just ask for help, right? I mean, it, it's important to lean on someone, a professional that does this, that can help you kind of walk you through this, find the balance, and just kind of help you make these decisions a part of your life. So as I was kind of telling you, we see people weekly, new people, and oftentimes it's just one of the household. And as I mentioned, sometimes it's, you know, they will be here at the next meeting. They just couldn't make it today. And, you know, another common one is I make all the, I do all this stuff. You know, she hates doing this stuff. It's all up to me. And so in that type of scenario, you know, some of the things that we try to do is, is A, encourage them to maybe not come necessarily to the first or second or third meeting, but maybe to get them to show up to, you know, the fourth meeting or, or the fifth one and, and start to, you know, engage with them at some point. I also will offer to say, hey, maybe we can just have a side conversation by ourselves and not have the other spouse in there just to kind of get a better feel answer any questions that's on their mind and you know kind of go from there because sometimes they just totally disagree on finances and one just shuts down and doesn't want anything to do with it and it's very common for spouses to have totally different views on money not to be on the same page and i think sometimes as an advisor it can help to try to find some common grounds where they do agree on some things and then work towards you know unifying the picture a little bit more because at the end of the day it's one pile of money that's you know feeding both it it wouldn't be a terrible idea you know to you know have some type of plan that works for for both parties um but it's hard to do that when one won't even come to the table um and there's been instances where it's taken two years <laughs> to have the Ooh. other spouse come in, but it, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I've had people, the other spouse, say, "I'm so glad I decided to come," you know, to these meetings. They're not that bad, you know. You're not that bad of a person, or <laughs> or, or don't explain it, you know, where it's 
going over my head or I feel like you're talking down. You know, we, you know, obviously that's not something that we want to be doing and nor should anyone else. So I think it's just trying to come down to a level that makes them feel comfortable as well. And so it just right. takes a little bit of effort and, and listening at the end of the day. Yeah. Takes a little, little bit, a little bit of time, but you know, you will be very grateful for getting more involved uh, once you take that step, because it is so important for you and for your future to at least be aware of everything that's happening and have an understanding of that. And if you want to kind of start that process with Anthony, you can find him online at cardinalwg.com. There's a schedule and meeting link at the top of the page. You'll see it. You can do a, a meeting in the office or a phone conference, either way, whatever you prefer. But, you know, ultimately take that step, right? Get involved. That's what we want to, want you to do after listening to today's episode. And if you know somebody that, that could use, uh, you know, use this episode, let them know about it and, and explain to them why it's important. You know, let them hear from Anthony and, and kind of get that perspective from him. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. All right, question uh, came into the show I want to get to before we close it out. And again, you can always send in your questions if you if you have one to us via the website. This question came in from Jane. She says, I have a question about 401k funds. If I don't use the target date retirement fund, is there a certain number of funds I should allocate for my 401k? I don't want to under or over diversify. So what's the right number of funds or does it all just depend? I think the answer, Jane, is probably it does depend. Uh, <laughs> there's not necessarily a, a certain number of funds um, that you should be focused on. I mean, just take the target date retirement fund. That's one fund that accomplishes the diversification that you're generally trying to achieve. Um, so it could be done with one fund. But you really probably want to take a step back and if you're unsure to try to seek some help, talk to a person, an advisor to help get some you know, personalized attention on this. And then from there, it might depend on what options you actually have in your 401k. There's plenty of 401ks that I've seen that do not have, I would say, a suitable number of options to make a good investment individually and, and using some of those target date retirement funds um, in a lot of instances end up being the best option. Conversely, I've seen where there's been plenty of good choices um, to utilize uh, in a 401k um, individually to make up a great investment. But I would probably also get a good idea of what your goals and risk tolerance are in terms of identifying what type of investment strategy that you want and have a little bit more holistic picture, especially if you have some other outside investments, to really then kind of work backwards to figure out, you know, which funds make the most sense for you. And maybe it is the target retirement, and maybe it's, you know, using the individual funds. But um, that's where I would probably look for you know, getting some help to kind of figure that out, those those steps first. Thanks for that question, Jay. And again, you know, you definitely want to sit down with somebody that can look through everything for you and help you make that decision for good. But we appreciate you asking the question here on the show. And if you have one for us, we'd welcome you to send it in at cardinalwg.com. You'll also find every one of our podcasts archived right there on the website. And if you want to get in touch with Anthony, uh, you can do so 609-362-5512. And also remember, uh, Anthony does do the webinar, right? Webinar you're doing for the for the women. Yep, women's webinar that'll be um, sometime in April. I don't have the date. Um, okay. Figured out yet? But 
Yes. Keep an eye on that as well, cardinalwg.com. All right, Anthony, thanks for the time today. Uh, Enjoyed our conversation. I appreciate it as always. Thanks a lot, Ben. Take care. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.